Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry About the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and I shit you not, I got 23 minutes into an episode and was just like, you know what? Vibes are off. It cracks me up now that I do this kind of shit because, like, I don't even know how I was in radio where I couldn't just, like, turn that shit off and restart. And, I mean, I could definitely go back to radio and do that again. But, like, I don't know. I just, like, the last episode that I was recording, I just felt so sad. Honestly, I've been having like, I felt like I was having one long panic attack throughout the whole episode. And I was like, God, this just like, isn't, this isn't right. Like I need to address these feelings. I feel like I, you know, I was in the super cute dress. I loved it. It was, I I wore red for the red flags episode. You can see pictures of it on my Instagram. So you can see that it was cute at some point, but I was like, God, I just can't get my shit together doing this. And I think I said this on my last episode and I swear I don't like start and stop every podcast. I just think that like I'm really underrating the mental state that I've been in. And so I put on my snowman pajamas, my Joe Bros t-shirt, and I poured myself a glass of rosé and it's like, let's handle it. Like, let's let's fucking do the shit. Let's do the podcast. Like, in my pajamas, like feeling comfortable, rosé in hand. I don't know if that helps with the anxiety, but like whatever, we're doing it anyways. But I don't know. I just like, uh, I just was so overwhelmed with life. And I just, I love doing this podcast because it's fun and I can like tell you guys the truth about how I'm feeling. And like, let's just do that instead of me like suffering through a panic attack. So like, I just can't get over the fact that I have a full face of makeup, hella curled hair, and my freaking Joe Bros t-shirt and my snowman pajamas, which if you listen to the episode a few days ago, you know, these are iconic snowman pajama shorts. So why not be rocking them again here on the podcast? So hi, welcome back to I'm sorry what I did freaking buy my Coachella tickets, you guys. So like, let's just kick it off there. I am going to Coachella. I'm getting a little nervous. I'm not going to lie because there's a few things like I just ignored and didn't think about just like I know how extra my body gets um when it's hot so I don't think I'm gonna be looking like one of those hot influencers I think I'm gonna be looking like a um you know soccer mom going through menopause like I probably will have several hats tons of sunscreen um I totally think I'm not one of those like necklaces with the fan and the spritzer so if you're at Coachella and you're hella hot um come see me but I overall I'm so excited and especially because like we're celebrating Eloy's 30th birthday which if you haven't listened to Eloy he has been on the podcast a few times I've been lucky enough to snag him he's one of my favorite people on the planet just so talented and so supportive as a friend and I'm so lucky to have him. I can't imagine like celebrating any other way, but (laughs) um, if you haven't listened to actually that's a bop, I know I talk about it all the time, but like really go listen to it. It's such a good freaking podcast. I love it. So anyways, like I'm really excited for this new adventure and you know, I was like nervous to tell my parents because obviously I fucking live here for free, you know, like expose myself one one and yet somehow still poor, but we'll talk about that later. Um, so you know, I bought the tickets and I was like, God, I hope they're not like mad that I'm just spending money, you know, like <laughs> that's not on rent. Um, and anyways, I'm 28. Uh, and my mom's like, you know what? I think this is the time in your life that you should be doing this kind of stuff, like have experiences. And I was like, God, wow. 
okay. Like, she's not wrong because, you know, I think like a big part of the reason I've been struggling so hard and having so much anxiety recently is that I just keep thinking about like my life and the plan that I had for it and how that's not happening. And I just get so nervous and so overwhelmed. And like, I just overthink everything that, you know, making decision. It seems like weird to say that about, you know, maybe a festival, like we made the choice and we're going to do it and we're going to have fun. And like, that's just like what life should be about. It doesn't have to be all about making sure that, you know, you're doing everything correct and that all your ducks are in a row all the time. Sometimes the ducks are like in 17 different ponds and you're like, shit, where are my ducks? But like, they're having a good time. That duck's over there at Coachella getting wasted and and that duck, duck's at work, working its nine to five and doing its thing. And this duck is recording the podcast. And like, I don't really know how we got on the duck thing, but here we are. Anyways, I just think that like I spent my whole life putting so much pressure on myself and I don't think that's something that's going to magically change right now. And it's not going to go away like overnight. And part of that person that I am is good for me. Like you should have structure and dreams and goals and all those amazing things, but they don't have to like completely run your life, which is kind of like where I'm at. Also real quick, just wanted to share some celeb news super fast. Like Kim K shared a picture of Kanye for his birthday and like X goals. Am I right? I love that she did it. I mean, she didn't tag him, which is weird, but maybe he doesn't have social media. Did he get kicked off with Donald Trump? I, I genuinely don't know. Um, but anyway, she didn't tag him, but she said that, you know, she'd always love him. And I mean, it's got to be tough for her. I mean, I get it. I'm going through a break on myself and it fucking hurts. And I wasn't married and I didn't make babies. And, you know, I think I saw a clip of Keeping Up with the Kardashians where she's like, I've done this three times. And I'm like, you know, we like make fun of people who constantly go through divorce. And it's like, God, no, but that shit must hurt. Because like a part of you, like no one goes and marries someone without thinking, that they're going to be together forever. At least a part of you feels like you're going to be together forever. So the fact that like you, you know, had had this relationship and now it's like gone and that's your person, like that's just hard. So like, I don't know. I just got to give it to Kimmy. I think I've always been defensive of the Kardashians and had their backs, um, except for when it comes to cultural appropriation, because like, no, no. But I used to talk about this in class all the time. I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast, but I just I just feel for Kim and good for her for sharing that post. And yeah, so um, this weekend also I went up to Sonoma County and um, I didn't cry. This is good news. We're like getting there. This is like the second time I've been up there that I haven't cried. So like, yay. Um, but I mean, I didn't cry on the drive up, but I definitely did cry when I got up there. So as we were just talking about Eloy, um, he was up visiting. And so I went up uh, as well, of course, and uh, to, to see him. And I got to see a few of my girlfriends that I haven't seen in like literally a year, like the entire pandemic, because, you know, obviously we weren't allowed to see anybody. And so it was tough. And, um, you know, I saw one of my girlfriends, Monica. She's just like one of my favorite people. She's just so fun and like caring and just like gives you that love that you need, you know. And, you know, she was talking to me about the breakup and, and this was a group my ex notoriously like came around to so it was kind of like they knew him very well and you know I was nervous like what it was gonna feel like without him there and not that he was there every time but at least he always showed up to like pick me up or something so it was kind of different not having that and you know she said to me she was like you're glowing and I was like what and she's like no you're literally glowing like you just look 
like a different person and you know she's like obviously the hair looks great I mean shout out to Jillian for the hair um but you know it was something about when she said that and it was like oh my god I I even think about it now like it's hard not to like I was totally trying to like not cry on the podcast but like um I I'm sure she didn't think too much about that statement but like it just like literally brought me so much joy <laughs> to hear because I don't really feel <laughs> like I'm glowing but also at the same time it's like it's amazing how much your life changes when you're not spending every single day trying to convince someone that says that they love you to love you in the way that you need like to not be in constant arguments and feel like so low about yourself. I mean, it makes sense when you say it out loud. Like, of course, my confidence was shot so hard. I thought this person loved me and I was begging for them to do just this bare minimum shit. And they weren't doing that. And this is, you know, I never wanted to do an episode where I just like shit talk. And I, I still don't. And I don't really feel like that's too much of what this is I mean like some of it's a little shady but whatever but it's just like people will show you the way that they can love and it's okay for their love not to be enough for you like that's okay we all have someone out there that was like literally designed for you like I believe that I believe in soulmates you know I'm not like a super religious person but I I do believe in soulmates so hard and like there's just someone that's going to like get it there for you. And so, you know, you don't have to cry every single day in your relationship. That's actually probably not like super normal. Like I was crying every single day, multiple times a day, like just asking for someone to just want to live with me. Like, you know, and as sad as I am, because <laughs> I am sad, I'm also just like so relieved and feel such like a weight lifted off my shoulder. And I feel like I'm just so excited for what's next and like who's next. And like I'm nervous as fuck. Don't get me wrong. Because like clearly if you listen a few episodes ago, I can't keep my freaking mouth shut. And I'm so embarrassing. But I don't know. It's just like when she said that, it just like really like was almost this like good slap in the face. You know, we were kind of talking about like my new outfits I was wearing and like taking a little bit more risks. And it's just like, I don't know. I'm just like completely finding myself again because it's just so hard not to get lost in somebody else, you know, like it's just, it's hard. It's hard not to. And, um, you know, I just, I hurt, but I'm also like, happy I think I just the hurt part more right now is that like I'm trying to figure out what's next in my life as we were just talking about earlier because you know obviously I kind of thought like oh maybe I'll be engaged this year like you know and obviously um that didn't happen very much no ring on the finger um no man's to put one um if you're looking for a wife please hit me up um <laughs> but anyways like I just you know I spent so much of my life planning what's next that right now it's just kind of like okay I'm just gonna live life for now and and figure out what my next dream is and you know I was talking last week about how I was totally thrown off when a family member asked me about how long I was going to be home and what my plan was right 
And I've been battling with this in my brain, like, you know, literally until today. Um, and I, I cried to my boss about it yesterday, which like, get yourself a boss like I have one. I have been, side note, I've just been so lucky. Like, I feel like the, my last few jobs, I've had lady bosses and they just like kill it every time. Like, I only worked for um, my old boss, Val, in Oregon for like six months and she just made me feel so empowered, so incredible. Anyways, anyways, so I think I was just so in my mind, I was like, oh my God, am I like, I'm a loser. I moved home at 26. Like I have no idea what's next. I have no idea how I'm going to afford rent, blah, 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 blah. And you know, I'm a believer of everything happens for a Riesling. So to me at first I was like, okay, was this like the jump start? You know, like, okay, is this me like, shit, I have to like stop spending money so I can like move out. And like, yes, that part is also true. And, um, but more to me, I think that was a moment for me to like step back and actually be like, no, you know what? I need to have confidence in my decisions. I need to trust in me. And I think I made the right decision trying to move in with my ex. Like, I don't think I ever would have known how it was going to turn out. And for me, like I have to give everything a try and I have to see it through to the very end. And I did that and it didn't work out and it's fine. And I'm home now. And like, I am grateful that I have a place to come back. I'm grateful that my parents are letting me kind of like figure this out financially. I have the opportunity to kind of like pay off some bills, pay off my student debt, and then like really actually get to go find a place that I want to live in. Like I'm very privileged right now and I shouldn't be shitting on that decision that I made. And half of it was a decision, half wasn't. Like it's just really freaking expensive to live out here. But you know what? I want to live in California right now. Like this is the dream. This is the plan. And I should be confident in my decisions. And I am like I'm at home right now. I know there's a bunch of people in my same position. That doesn't make me any less qualified, responsible, adult-like than anybody else in my life. I just am making this decision for now and I should be comfortable and confident. And I am like, am I going to stay here forever? No, obviously not. Like I literally, my bed is right freaking next to my Peloton, next to my desk. Like I'm overwhelmed. I love my parents so much, but like, hello, at some point I would like to start dating. Like, what am I going to bring them here? Like, yikes. So anyways, um, yeah, I just feel like that totally happened for a Riesling and it wasn't to make myself feel bad or any of that. It's just like to give myself the confidence in this decision that I made. And like, we all have hard times and we all are just doing the literal best that we can. So that's right. Bam, bam. Anywho, I'd like to talk about red flags now. Um, I pose this question as the question of the week um, on Instagram and TikTok. If you don't follow me, you can follow me now at Ashley Sleek um, on all platforms. Ashley with two E's, of course, but you should know that already because you're listening. So here are a few red flags. So for me, okay, so I'll start off with one of mine. Let's warm it up, baby. So one of my red flags is um, people who hide their phones now. Um... Like if I'm talking like to you and you immediately like bring your phone up, like obviously there's things that like people, you know, like maybe your girlfriend, like besties texting you something they don't want everyone to know, like that's fine. But if it's consistent, snake, that's what I've learned from TikTok that everyone's calling each other snakes. Ooh, very uh, Kim Kardashian. Not to put him on blast, but my ex used to do that all the time where like I walk into a room and immediately he would like hide his phone and I'd be like, 
what the fuck? And by the way, I never got a fucking surprise party. So I know that's not what it what it is. I don't think I'm not accusing him of cheating. I definitely don't think he did that either. But I just am like, it's sketchy. And it makes you it makes you feel like you're the untrustworthy one. Then you're like, oh, why don't they want to share shit with me? Like, oh, my God, was it something I did? Like, no, fuck that. Um, also, I learned from TikTok that J names are red flag and I can sign that one off. Check mark. Uh, absolutely. Yes. So it's fine. And <laughs> OK, so let's get to some of these ones from the um, from the Instagram. So forcing you to make decisions that are best for them instead of you. So I asked her friendships and relationships. So I fully think that decisions are, you know, like. A all encompassing job, like, you know, for example, with friends, like. If you don't want to do something that all your friends are doing, that doesn't mean that you have to do it right. Like you can most definitely like not do not do what they want to do. But here's how you do that. You don't shit on their decision. You know what I mean? Like you're not like, OK, so maybe I can't go to that birthday party that you're throwing. And then you go like, well, I'm not going to that birthday party that you're throwing because like so and so is invited or so and so wasn't invited. It's like just not go if you don't like it, but don't make your friends feel bad or make them do things just because you want them to like, no, um, always trying to fix your life and putting you down. Yes. I believe that a good, strong friendship or partner is someone that you can grow with that will help you grow, that you guys grow together. But it's not like you're no one's charity case, by the way. And someone shouldn't want to change you that much. Like there's things that people need help with. Like for me, legitimately, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need some help with my like mental health and shit like that. Like I'm gonna need a partner who's like, gonna be willing to like stay up late and have talks with me when I need it or like work me through panic attacks right like that's just something that I need um but it's not like it's just support I need I don't need you to fix me always too busy to keep plans Mm, you guys you guys (sighs) something that like bothers me a lot is when someone says like, I'm just, I'm just too busy. I'm sorry. I'm just like too busy for you. It's like, I'm sorry. What, in what world did you magically become better than everybody else? Like, look, when somebody asks me how I'm doing, my answer is usually, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty busy or, or that's kind of like my half answer answer. Cause usually I'm like, let me tell you like a 16 hour story about my life. Like if you ask me how I'm doing, you're probably going to get a fucking novel and I'm sorry, not sorry for that. Um, but when someone's like, Oh, I'm too busy for you. Like there's there's no such thing. There is you being busy right now. That happens. But for me, it's like, okay, so maybe I'm too busy to do something with you on the weekends. Like I'm notorious for trying to like make plans and like schedule my life out, which like, yes, is kind of annoying. But also like I want to see everybody and I know everyone's got crazy schedules. So I'll be like, okay, everyone pull out your phones and like let's sync calendars. Right. Like I'm notorious for that kind of shit. So um you know, but if I can't, then I'm like, hey, can we like schedule like a little Zoom call or like, can I call you or like just a text, like just a check in text. Like friends don't need too much from each other. We just want to feel like we're important and valued. So if you're constantly saying that you're too busy to like do anything in a relationship, like and not even check in, that's kind of hard. Um, 
toxic positivity was an interesting one on here. I'm learning a little bit more about this, like throughout TikTok and stuff, because, you know, I think that usually our go to is just like to cheer people up. And that's definitely me, too. I I think I had toxic positivity energy for a long time. Like it was just like, it's going to be OK. Everything's going to be fine. Like, let's look at the positive. And like, I caught myself saying that to like one of my girlfriends today. And I was like, shit, I feel like I shouldn't have said that. But like sometimes it just slips. But Sometimes people just like don't need that. Like I I also am notorious for just asking. Like, do you want advice or do you want to just like me to listen? Do you want me to find a bright side or do you want like just ask the person? Like they'll be fine, but some things just like some things just suck and sometimes the answer is like yeah, that really just fucking blows, you know? Um constant violation of small boundaries and then blaming you for making it a big deal. I'm gonna need a sip of rosé for this one. Mm. Mm-mm. You guys, once again, this is not like a shit talking podcast on my ex, but like it's just relevant. You know, there were just like these things that like he would say to me that just never really made sense. And it was this kind of shit. It was like, OK, so uh, for me, I had like a, a boundary where I was like, hey, if we live together, I'd like you to live here didn't think that was a tough boundary but I'd be hit with a well I pay rent what's the big deal no you're right you're right because I should be so grateful that you pay rent for a place that your name's on the lease that you chose to live in but you're right you're right you don't have to be here you don't have to cook dinner with me you don't have to do dishes because like you're right you fucking pay rent like shit like that or you know when you tell someone like oh my God, hey, what you said like really hurt my feelings. Oh, you're right. I'm the worst friend. You're right. I'm such a bad friend. I'm such a bad friend that I said that. It's like, no, people are just like legitimately trying to set boundaries and you just need to like let them do that, you know? Um, When they are self-centered and when it feels like the relationship's only about them. Yes, such a flag. If someone has the ability to turn every single conversation around and be about them. No, that ain't right. If you're trying to talk about how your dog died and they're like, oh, yeah, I had a dog, too. No, no. And it took me a long time to, like, master this because, like, growing up, I kind of thought, like, that's and some of it is like some of it. You you are just trying to relate to people. But I think you can tell the difference. Like, I, I just sometimes try to tell stories that are similar to what was just told to, like, be to like relay and kind of like do that but it's never like oh I cut someone off mid-sentence because like I wanted to tell them about like me like we're all we're all guilty of cutting each other off but if you find that every single time you're talking to somebody you never seem like they never seem to ask about you red flag red flag um People who don't actively listen or minimize things that are serious to you. If if a problem is serious to your friend or your partner, like that problem is serious to them. Like even if you don't think it's a big deal to them, it is. And that's actually all that matters. So shut the fuck up. Um, my favorite new also toxic, um, not toxic trait, uh, red flag is just men. That's all. Men in general. I'm just kidding. If you're single and looking for a wife, I'm still very much available. Um, <laughs> OK, so I also I wanted to do this earlier in the podcast, but I didn't get to because uh, my iPad was dead. But now it's back on. So it's Pride Month. That was the other thing I was trying to wear, like, 
something fun and prideful for each episode. So I had these super cute rainbow earrings um, that I was wearing. And um, of course, like you can't fucking wear earrings with headphones. So like my dumb ass. But anyways, so I want to talk something about pride um, each episode this month because it's pride month. And, you know, I just want to show my support as an ally. And so one of the things I like kind of encountered people wondering about is the new pride flag. So um, as you know, like the pride flag typically was just like the rainbow, but there's a new one out that's kind of got an arrow on it. And it has, I believe it's a blue, I have a picture of it here. Um, It's got a black and brown and then light blue, pink and white um, stripes as well. So I was looking into kind of like what the history was of the flag. So it was designed in 2018 by Daniel Cusar, and he's from he's actually from Oregon. So he wanted to redesign to incorporate elements from both the Philadelphia flag and the trans pride flag to bring focus and inclusion within the community. So that's super cool. And so while retaining its six stripe rainbow this is actually called the progress flag so it adds the chevron along with the colors i just mentioned so it's supposed to also highlight um people of color trans individuals and those living with hiv and aids and those who have been lost to hiv and aids so it's super awesome that like the the flag is kind of getting this upgrade and it's kind of including more people. So um, I added the article about this, a few articles about this in the show notes. So if you want to check it out and learn a little bit more and to end the podcast today, of course, we got to go with the I'm sorry what moment. And, you know, you guys, this one's a little controversial, but like slay all day. Am I right? Um, (laughs) So um, people who take their fights to social media part of me loves it a part of me loves it don't get me wrong I myself am extremely passive aggressive and I've been working on it but it's a lifelong journey um it's this whole podcast is actually kind of passive aggressive but like whatever you know I just like I've recently wasn't a part of a fight I was a spectator of an argument and then someone that was in that argument just started posting all this shit on on Instagram that was like like basically addressing the situation but in like a passive way so basically the only people who like knew what was going on was knowing what was going on and I just like I have to say like I just think that shit's so immature and I get it because sometimes like I'll see memes and I'll be like fuck I want to post that shit like I want to post that shit hard and like Maybe the person who it's about won't know, but like my girls will know and we'll like have a good laugh. But like then I just send it to the group chat. You know what I mean? And there's some things that like maybe can be construed that I post as passive aggressive, but I probably don't notice, you know. But like if you're posting shit that's like directly relevant to a conversation you just had with a friend or maybe ex-friend, depending on how it turns out, like that shit's just so fucking petty. And as I mentioned before, like I, I live for that petty shit, but now I'm just exhausted by it. It's like, come on. We've had social media for years now. Like literally there are grown ass like adults now that like grew up having social media. You know what I mean? And it's just like that's not the place to hash out your shit. And like no one thinks that you're better than someone because you posted some passive aggressive bullshit. Get a fucking journal and a therapist like the rest of us. You know what I mean? Like 
God, it just, I'm sorry, what? Like, really, you can't, like, you're already text fighting someone, and then you're just like, let me take a pause to pass some passive-aggressive bullshit on Instagram. Like, get the fuck over yourself. I'm sorry. And then, I mean, because, like, there's some things that people post, and then they're automatically like, well, that's about me. And it's like, it's probably not. Also, like, it's probably not. There's just some things that's like, okay, well, I shared this, like, quote, because, like, it, helps me and like maybe it will help you I don't know but like so we'd also don't have to take everything as like a personal attack but there's some things that it's very clearly a personal attack and like I'm just sorry what can't freaking relate just fight over text get a therapist woo yeah all that anyways gonna drink my rosé all day my goodness I just realized um wow I think I've been recording this podcast for like an hour and a half now with all those start stops and um my phone literally died so hopefully I have some fun content to post on um on TikTok and Instagram but anyways like I'm so glad this is a place that I can be I am just so uh happy to have this outlet and you know sometimes it's hard for me not to get like an imposter syndrome and be like why the fuck would anyone listen to my podcast like why would anyone listen but like you do. And it means so much to me, like to my friends that like just support me in this way. Like I will never be able to tell you with enough words how much it means to me that you actually listen to my podcast. Like that's friendship elite right there in my mind. That's just like when whenever I'm talking to a friend and they're like, oh, my God, I just got done listening to your podcast. And that is a friendship green flag. If your friends are supporting you, with your dreams like that's the fucking elite like that's the elite um and yeah I'm I'm actually gonna go eat um speaking of supporting friends so my bread club just got here so if you don't know friend of the friend of the podcast um Ryan Schmidt turned me on to this bread club Keith Gusto Baking Company bread club they send you like two baguettes and like a sourdough loaf and like a mystery loaf and like it's always fucking good it's always a 10 out of 10 and I'm just excited for some like bread ass comfort food like it's so freaking good um I will tag them in the show notes so if you're interested in signing up for the club as well like please do it I think it's so yummy I just like love the bread and anyways I just like wanted to talk about it because my mom today changed our whole meal like the bread club came in and now she's so excited and she's like can I open the box and I was like because like opening the box is my favorite part but I let her do it and she's like I have to change our whole dinner plan around the bread box like we have to like do something with the bread box and I just thought it was so cute and funny and um anyway so I'm gonna go eat some comfort bread and drink my wine and maybe cry some more. But thank you so much for listening to this emotional ass roller coaster. I love each and every one of you so much. I hope that something I said today helped you, made you laugh, made you feel excited. And yeah, please, please like, comment and subscribe. Download. That's what the kids are doing these days. And please follow me on all social media platforms most active on Instagram and TikTok. I'm getting I was getting some like hardcore TikTok views. I was like getting famous and they've started to drop. So like help a sister out. And yeah, you follow me on Ashley Sleek and okay, bye.